Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Weekend mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It is 9.45 here on Money FM weekend mornings in beautiful downtown Topayo with Neil Humphreys yep. uh, at the SPH uh, Center here. Neil, you know, going to the movies, okay, first thing I'll say is I like going to the movies in Singapore because you book your seats, you always know where you're going to sit. For example, in North America and Europe, a lot of times it's yeah. free-for-all, right? Correct. And, you you know, it's, it's always such a hassle trying to find a seat or get them together with your family. But here, that's a good thing. Okay, over the years we've had issues with the air con being too cold. Seems to be mitigated slightly in recent years from my pers- from my experience. But the one thing that has gotten gone from bad to worse are the are the ads, the commercials mm. in front of not just the trailers for upcoming movies, but actual ads? And I'm, you know, like I'm feeling a bit abused because I feel like I've already paid my money to not see ads. I paid my money to see a movie. Well, I was and, the same. And I know you've had it. You had an issue this week, uh, yeah. or recently with this. Well, I, I was beginning to think it was just me because I have got a little grumpier over the years with <laughs> just a little yeah just a little with movie going generally i adore movies mm. i live for movies i'm the guy who still buys blu-rays of movies i already own twice over <laughs> i love all aspects of movie making so i'm a very intense intense cinema goer i don't mm. want to be interrupted i don't want flashing lights from phones so it's already reached the stage, Glenn. I don't know if you do this, but I will book my cinema tickets at the very, very last minute I can mm. because I'm looking to see – I don't want to sit in the front row. Nobody wants to sit in the front right. row. But I want to sit forward enough that there's hardly anyone else in front of me with phones. So I'm already doing that. Yeah, yeah. This week I see The Joker, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. I saw Joker with my wife, and half an hour, half an hour of ads – I, it's already reached the point where I've said to my wife, because she's paranoid about we'll get there late, we'll get there late. So yeah. let's say the movie was 7 p.m. I said to her, we don't even have to arrive. We saw it at Salita. We don't even have to arrive at Salita until 7 p.m. Yeah. We, we can park the yeah, car, yeah, yeah, yeah. take the lift up, uh, collect the k- tickets. It still won't have started. No, no, we have to get there. We have to get there. <laughs> so we get there at 7, and sure enough, ad after ad after ad after uh. ad. I thought it was me, but coincidentally... On social media later, I saw the director, Edgar Wright, a brilliant British director, made Baby Driver, Shaun of the Dead, Mm. Hot Fuzz. You know, he's a brilliant director. The world's end. Shaun of the Dead was hilarious. It's a brilliant film. Part of the so-called Cornetto (laughs) ice cream trilogy. You know, I've I've interviewed him, incidentally, in in Melbourne. A great guy. Uh, Great guy. I interviewed him, Simon Pegg, uh, and Nick Frost. You know, the triumvirate, the the three of them. So Edgar Wright's Uh, a great guy, and I take his opinion very seriously. And he said it on social media, risking a possible backlash from, you mm. know, cinema chains and, and so on. But he said, guys, I'm a movie maker, but our ads, our movie ads, not trailers, but our pre-movie ads are too long. Mm. And they are. And I understand that with Netflix and streaming services, it's more competitive than ever to get people into a cinema sure. and for cinema chains to break even. I get that completely. You know, I saw Joker only four days after it came out and the cinema was barely half full. Wow. All right, it wasn't the weekend, and I deliberately pick screenings that are quite early in the evening. Sure. To, so I get they've got to, you know, uh, inflate their income wherever they can. But this is what happens. 
two things actually. Firstly, I think during those ads, it becomes a free for all for the audience. Mm. They're in and out all the time, in and out all the time. Which the door opens, it closes, it opens, it closes, which is a bit annoying. It's not the end of the world. But my issue with this, Glenn, and I don't know if you've experienced this, the phones. It's a license just to do whatever they want with the phones. People are taking calls, are taking calls. <laughs> They're texting. They do that thing where I'm invisible. Nobody can see my light but me. You know, you know that thing that drives you mad. You've got someone two seats down. He thinks his phone is okay because his phone's on silent. It's the lights. Yeah. It's the lights yeah. that drive me mad. They don't turn mad. down the light on it, you no. know, to like the night. The night light. And it or takes whatever. me out of the screening. So lights yeah. are going off like it's a 70s disco yeah. everywhere you yeah. go. Yeah. And, I, and I think what I've noticed is this the longer the ads go on, the more impatient we are in this instant gratification mm. world, the more phones come out. And so by the time the actual movie starts, it wasn't an exaggeration to say 80% of the phones in the auditorium were on. I mean, on either messaging, texting, checking Instagram feeds, whatever it is. So then what happens? The greater the risk that not all of those 80% will be turned off because if they've already started engaging in conversations, Instagram chats or WhatsApp chats, they keep the darn things going during the film. So please, please, for me, for cinema goers (laughs) everywhere, just bring down the ads a little bit. I mean, what do you think about it? It's not going to happen. Why why can't Golden Village, why can't Cathay, why can't Shaw... Why can't these guys think about the customer experience? Right? Exactly right. You know, we pay a heck of a lot of money to go to these movies. And if if you're lucky enough to maybe do a nice treat and go to a gold class and, you know, we've done that for birthdays and, and holidays and things, you know, you pay a heck of a lot of money. You know, why can't these movie operators think about what we care about? And we don't care about seeing ads. If we do, we'll stay at home and watch the Channel 5 movie, <laughs> you know, in, in the evening time. And, and I, I don't. Uh, you know, to your point, yeah, okay, they got to make their money, they got to monetize, whatever. But so what? Not my problem. My problem mm-hmm. is I pay to see a movie, not twenty, a solid twenty minutes of commercials. Correct. You know, show me the trailers. I'm I'm good with trailers. We like trailers, yeah. But get rid of these stupid commercials. And hey, maybe that's another reason to go to the, to the projector more often, right? Because they don't do all those commercials. Well, this is the thing. We've always had ads. As a kid, I had ads, but we had two, three ads. Yeah, and you can live with it. Two, three ads, two, three trailers, and that's fine. One kind of offsets the other. Yeah. Yeah. And you say, okay, one trailer, one jewelry store ad, yeah. one more trailer, <laughs> one ad for potato chips or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can accept that. But it just goes on and on and on. And you are absolutely right. A very good example, you know, cinema chains are under pressure. We sympathize. As someone who writes for a living, I completely sympathize with any artistic form that's trying to make money. But they make a lot of money on their Marvel blockbusters anyway, right? Sure. So that's one thing. The second thing is El Camino. The Breaking Bad movie Mm. was released worldwide yesterday. Mm. And me, like millions, literally tens of millions of others, watched it within an hour of it (laughs) dropping on Netflix. (laughs) Me and my wife, we watched it last last night. It was fabulous. Now, here's the thing. Because they want to pacify cinema chains, Netflix now do this thing, don't they, where they have limited cinema releases for their big ones. Uh. They're doing it with Robert De Niro's The Irishman. They did it with El Camino. So... You've got Aaron Paul, the actor, and uh, Vince Gilligan, the writer, doing the, doing the circuit, the chat show circuit in America, saying, yes, it's on Netflix, but please see it at a theatre, please see it at a theatre first. You know, limited release in the theatres, then Netflix, to try to pacify all parties. Mm-hmm. But I said to my wife yesterday, given the choice 
it's not in Singapore on wide release, on cinema, so you have to watch it on Netflix. Sure. But if I lived in New York or Los Angeles and I had the choice of seeing El Camino in the cinema or on my 65-inch TV at home, I would probably watch it at home because I have surround sound. Yeah. It's a huge screen. Nothing is being cut off in the frame. And I don't have 25 minutes of ads. <laughs> and so, you can pause it when you want to go get a snack. Or in my age, go to the toilet. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say that, but since so you brought it up. This is the dilemma, isn't it, that you yeah. have to think about? Yeah. Because Marvel, yes, I will. I don't like it, but I will wait. I will sit through the ads with my daughter because I want to see the two-hour Marvel blockbuster on the biggest screen possible. Yeah. But if it's those slightly smaller movies, the more independent movies, mm. that I will still watch. And I have a choice between streaming or cinema. And this is a choice, by the way, that the whole world is making right now on right. their streaming services. You've got, as you said, you've got to give us as much of an incentive as possible, right, to go to the cinema. With Neil Humphreys here on Weekend Mornings. And, you know, Neil, it, it, it comes down to, as I mentioned before, the user experience. But people want to go to the cinema for a night out or a date or a day out or whatever it is. So why can't the movie theaters think, okay, how, what else can we add into the movie going experience, which is the reason you go in the first place. Now, when they came up with gold class, that was, that was really cool. Cause you know, cushy seats and all that, but it's very expensive. Not everyone's going to do that. Um, you know, generally speaking, the, you know, then they got to the point where they could put up the armrest so you could have, you know, two seats together with your, your, your date or, or whatever. But, but the, the movie theaters, I think the way forward for them is to think, how can you make the experience more, more, of, a, more of a night out, more of a day mm-hmm. out, uh, an evening out, whatever, for, for, the viewer, or for the viewer and for the customer? And it, that doesn't include f- subjecting them, force-feeding them 20 minutes of advertisements. No, it opinion. doesn't. It doesn't at all. I couldn't agree more. And speaking of user experience. Maybe it's better food. You know, that could be it too. I the was going to say the food's the food. horrible, right? The food has always been horrible at cinemas. Always. And as many famous critics have pointed out, movie critics, why is cinema food the world's loudest food? You know, nachos and popcorn are noisy foods. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to start ranting about foods, but I can hear someone eating. I like nachos, but I can yeah. hear people eating nachos four rows away. Okay, yeah. I've never understood that. And that's let's got that big thing of cheese that inevitably falls and Yeah, let's have the loudest, leg and- crunchiest, crackiest <laughs> food and poppiest food, in the case of popcorn, and stick it in the cinema. Food should be eaten in silence. <laughs> to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.